Hey, good morning, everybody. I want to talk to us this week from the topic, It's In My Way. And I hope that title really resonates with you and you're thinking in your mind of, of some things that God has been showing you, perhaps for years, uh, that are in your way that God wants removed so he can take you not just to the next level, but so that you can fulfill his plan, his purpose for your life, ultimately for his glory and for the advancement of his kingdom. So with that being said, I'm going to ask that we read uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17. We're going to be coming from the life of David uh, and specifically the events are surrounding David and Goliath. And that, that famous story, that story that we love, that story that has become cliche in many arenas, in many services, but it is a powerful uh, story. And I believe you're going to get so many nuggets as you sit back and read for yourself chapter 17, 1 Samuel. So the first thing we have to do if we're going to, and this is what we're going to do, by the end of this week, I'm not even waiting till next year. By the end of this week, I expect us to slay some Goliaths. That's my expectation. My ex personally and for us corporately, those of you that are listening, that we're going to identify and we're going to slay some Goliaths. We're going to no longer will we be taunted by that voice that says you can't, that voice that says I'm going to be here and I'm going to stay here. Goliath, you're coming down. <laughs> we speak it out in the atmosphere. Goliath, you're coming down. So if we're going to slay our Goliath, the first thing we have to do is the same thing with any problem. We have to identify what is my Goliath. And I believe with all my heart that you already know it, but that um, this lesson will kind of bring back to your remembrance that which uh, God's been talking to you about. I want to give you a real quick illustration. If you'll think about a, a car when you don't have the seatbelt on, it will begin to beep and it will begin to beep. And if you don't do anything, if you refuse to put that seatbelt on, uh, that light will stay on, but you'll stop hearing that beep. And so what I hope this is, is the beep starting back in your heart and in your life that has stopped because you've been ignoring the beep. God's been saying, beep, this is in the way. 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 And now you don't hear it, but the light is still on, showing you that your seatbelt's not on, showing you that that Goliath is still there. That's not overcome. So identifying it, one of the things I found that, that at we... Um, have in common as far as our Goliaths is the fear of failure. One of the things that keeps us from giving a 100%, they always talk about give 100. <laughs> but one of the things that keeps us from giving 100 is that fear of failure. I know what it's like to, to go at something half-heartedly because I'm scared that if I give my whole, my all, that I'll fail and I'll be even more disappointed. I'll truly feel like a failure. But to believe is to give your all. To believe is to give 100 to believe is to give your very, very best and leave God with the rest. To believe is to give your very best and trust God with the rest. So maybe that's your fear. Maybe maybe, maybe your, your Goliath is the simple fact that you're disorganized. Maybe your Goliath is simply that you need to get organized. Never discount the little things that God tells you. Never discount those little moments with God. Those are some powerful things. Who knows what God will do on the heels of, of you getting organized? Perhaps there's something there that he said to you in years past and it's written, but it's buried under all those papers. And as you get organized, you'll find that paper that he said X, Y, Z to you. And now you're ready to do it. Don't underestimate what God says. If he tells you to go left, don't underestimate that I found with my GPS and you found the same way that 
it doesn't give me the next instruction until I follow the first instruction. It aggravates me sometimes. I'm like, man, you know, this is how God is. And I don't like it. <laughs> Especially when I, I have this new Android audio and, and I plug it into the uh, to the system. And it's not like my phone where my phone will give me a little bit more instructions. This particular app only gives me the next turn after I make the first turn. And I believe God is the same way. He's not going to give you more until you obey what he already told you to do. Put your hand out, put your, take your hand out, put it away. Stop asking him for more until you're ready to do that which he's already told you to do. So as it relates to, to um, Goliaths, I believe that many of our Goliaths, they're not external. We have some external Goliaths, but I believe many of our Goliaths are internal strongholds. And those strongholds have come to us either passed down through our bloodline you got that Goliath from your mama. She didn't defeat that Goliath. Your daddy did. I hear some things I recognize. And as I look back at my parents, I say, oh, wow, I can see that she dealt with that as well. I can see that he dealt with that as well. You know, the buck's got to stop with me. I have to be the one. I can see where she stopped here and he stopped there. But I have to be the one to go all the way. So we break that spirit of quitting in our life. Our Goliaths are also developed over time. Little things become big things if they're not dealt with. You got a little leak going on. Now you got a big puddle somewhere in your house that's unnecessary, that's rotten the wood somewhere that could, would never have happened if we just would have dealt with it when we heard that drip drop. Little things become big things when they're not dealt with. And lastly, sometimes our Goliath is direct opposition from the enemy. I'm actually a little bit uneasy if I have no opposition in my life. Opposition confirms that I'm a threat. You don't mess with nobody who's not threatening you. I am here to terrorize the kingdom of darkness. And you are here to terrorize the kingdom of darkness. You are here to make dents. If I have an accident, if I crash into somebody, you're going to know that I had an accident. And when I leave here, when you leave here, we want to leave so many dents in the kingdom of darkness that they're going to know we were here. When I leave here, my impact is still going to be here. Your impact is still going to be here. So again, you want to be confirmed by the fact that you have an enemy confronting you. So one of the things to consider when you are, as we approach our Goliath and as we decide to embark upon this journey, as we decide to uh, take on this task is what is the reward? And it's actually biblical to consider what is the reward? What am I going to get? What is going to be done? What is going to be accomplished? What is going to happen if I overcome this? Or better yet, let's change that. When I overcome this, when I defeat Goliath, when that thing that's in my way is no longer in my way. Sometimes it's a simple fact that once that thing is out of your way, you're going to be able to see clearly. David asked the men, they began to talk about Goliath and how big he is and how much of a threat he is. And David's asked this simple question, what's going to be done for the man who defeats this Goliath? I want to know. Because if I'm about to give my all to this, I want to know what am I going to get in return from this? It's nothing wrong. It's just a simple, it's something wrong if we want a reward for everything, but it's nothing wrong with considering the reward. You do that every day with your salvation. When you decide not to go left and to go right, you're considering, okay, I don't want to be there. I want to be here. So consider the reward. Put the reward before you. The reward helps you to accept the challenge and make the sacrifice. They say Michael Phelps, uh, he was a, a swimmer that for a, a solid year, he ate no sweets. 
He kept the reward of finishing first place and breaking the record in his competition in the Olympics before him at all times. And even when he wanted a snack, even when he wanted a sweet, he was able to make this necessary sacrifice because his eyes was on the reward. And so God wants you to take your eyes off your circumstances, take your eyes off of what he said, she said, and put your eyes on the reward of being used by God, the reward of, of a great marriage, the reward of, 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 of purity, the reward of eternal life. Put your eyes on the reward. Put your eyes on the lives that are going to be impacted after you overcome this. Jesus told Peter, and I'll wrap it up with this. He said, after you're converted, strengthen your brethren. After you get over this, after you're sincerely converted, then you're in a position to strengthen your brethren. Think about all the lives that are going to be impacted as you simply get it together, child of God. So, hey, guys, that's all we got for today. I'm excited. Join us tomorrow. We will continue in this series. It's in my way. Hey, guys, this podcast was recorded by Tone Crafters at the Safe House Studio located in Houston, Texas. Be sure to visit their website at www.tonecrafters.com. Also, guys, I'm going to ask you to share this video, like the video, leave us some comments on how we can get better, but definitely share this with as many people as you can that need to hear these videos. Uh, Again, I'm excited about what God is doing. I pray that it's ministering to you. Uh, Have a great week. We will talk tomorrow. Until then, remember, it's your time, so don't waste time.